0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of BBP News. I'm Nicholas Rod. Chris Baker is here with me, and we are back for another Friday morning episode. Chris, start us off, as we always do, with the weather headed into this weekend. In Los Angeles, California, it is sunny 71
1: with a sunny weekend. In Houston, Texas, it is partly cloudy 47 with a sunny weekend. In Chicago, Illinois, it is mostly sunny, 76, with snow moving in Sunday afternoon. In New York City, it is partly cloudy, 24, with a sunny
0: weekend. Hey guys, just popping in for a quick second. Uh, during the weather, Chris said that the temperature in Chicago was going to be 76. The actual temperature for uh, for Chicago is 26. So just to repeat, not 76 26 you know chris i think that's the uh coldest temperature i've seen for houston so far while doing this i don't remember especially this year anyway but uh, nick
1: we're only 19 or 20 days into the month i mean of yeah. 2022 so you're not yeah. really setting the bar very high
0: I, I guess not i guess i meant more for like the season i said year it, don't don't judge me. Um, well, of course. but you know Chris, I, I have to bring this up um, because you weren't here on Monday so I didn't get to he- hear your comments. none of us got to hear your comments on this. So on Monday morning's intro, I talked about how an album in Australia, Made entirely of different bird sounds, like ex- uh, not extinct but endangered bird species, made it to number three on the Australia national music charts above albums like Taylor Swift, Michael Bublé. Mind you, this came out the week of Christmas, so it made it above Taylor Swift, Michael Bublé, um, and a bunch of these other like major Christmas albums, ABBA. And I have to know your thoughts on this because it, it absolutely astounded me.
1: You know, Nick, I honestly thought you were going to ask about the snow we got Monday, but whatever. Um, um, interesting is all I have to say. <laughs> I mean, someone beat Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah, it was number three on the charts. The other two were um, the two above it were Ed Sheeran's latest album. And if I remember correctly, Elton John. Not Elton John. Yeah, Elton John was at number two, if my memory serves correctly, when it hit number three. And last I checked, last I checked in the latest rankings on that chart, it's still the the Bird album still ranked number five. So Hmm. it's still holding on which I thought was absolutely insane but it is a cool album I, I listened to it myself actually but um, so you brought up the snow though on Monday and you know we were going through that entire weekend expecting you know I, I know a bunch of the weather channels I was looking at was they were saying you know eight inches or you know close to a foot but I know at least where I'm at we only got about four inches.
1: Oh, really? Mm. Well, we got about, I would say, closer to seven. Mm-hmm. And they were predicting for my area um, between four and eight. So, we did pretty good there.
0: What I'll give you credit for, because we did talk about this, uh, what, a week ago now? A week and a half ago. You didn't complain about the snow. You well, succeeded.
1: Well, I have to say, I think the only reason I didn't complain is because the weather people were somewhat correct. They were a little wrong in their timing because they said it was going to go all day Monday. Right. It did not. It was all wrapped up and over with by, we'll say, noon.
0: Yeah, Um, anything after that was basically rain.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't freezing or anything, (laughs) so... But the only thing we got the amounts, but they, yeah, what they did wrong was they said it was going to be from 10 p.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday, Monday. So, what they did not say is we were supposed to get two inches an hour Mm. because at one point we were getting two inches an hour, which is, which is quite a bit. Um, but at least it was like in the middle of the night so we could move snow at work when no one was around. Um, That makes life easier. Yeah, an inch an hour with a full parking lot and people walking around just is a mess. Mm -hmm. Logistically and literally. Because, I mean, people driving over it, it, the salt and all that, it just turns it to slosh, and it's kind of gross. So...
0: (laughs) It definitely sounds it, but you did make it through without complaining. You made it through without any kind of, you know, fuss, so... Good job. I'm proud.
1: You, j- Well, you can't say that because you weren't with me the entire time. There was well, a few true. times that I did say a few big boy words.
0: Well, okay. Let me put it this way. You didn't complain to me or through any form of media that I would have seen. You know, and even on Twitter,
1: I didn't complain even about on it. on Twitter,
0: I- You were jolly about it. See? Perfectly jolly.
1: I was too. I was happy. Mostly because I left work an hour early.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's always a reason to be happy. But But we
1: don't need to get into the fine print of why I was happy. (laughs) Exactly. So we all know how my reaction to the snowstorm was. I wasn't Mm -hmm. here Monday. So did you talk about it Monday?
0: Uh, I didn't talk about it Monday because I was purely infatuated with the the Bird album. And that took up all the intro time. So I didn't really have any comments for this now.
1: Were you happy with your four inches that you got or did you want more?
0: I was expecting more. I don't really have a positive or a negative reaction as to how much we ended up getting. But I definitely was expecting it. Because the way that the reports were laid out, right, again, we were expected to get, I was expecting like a foot. Maybe, you know, maybe not much more than that, but maybe a foot, you know, it's the bit first big snowstorm of, uh, this season. Well, four, four inches is still respectable.
1: Well, I have to ask you, and this might come surprising for me. Okay. But if, you know, they're forecasting a foot of snow, let's say, and you get six inches, are you ever disappointed?
0: Um, I guess not anymore. Uh back when i was in school absolutely
1: because even now if they say we're getting a foot of snow i want a foot of snow or more if we get less i'm a little disappointed
0: (laughs) well what i get disappointed right is when they forecast anywhere you know the five to eight region or the eight to ten or like that foot they say and then we get like a dusting or like two inches
1: yeah, yeah. When that, when
0: you get that kind of spread, that's just disappointing. That that's just heartbreaking. Yeah,
1: especially when you wake up and you're expecting, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. and you look out the window and you see blacktop and grass.
0: <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. But so, anyways, I well.
1: uh, to get into the news, the COVID test.gov is up and running and accepting orders as of Tuesday. All you need to do is go to the website, click on order now, then enter your name, email, and address. And four free tests will be sent to you by the end of next month. You do not need to enter any credit card information. And the Biden administration did announce Wednesday that they will also start shipping 400 million N95 and K95 masks as well on that website coming later.
0: Airlines are warning that with the 5G coming, it could cause thousands of flights to be canceled every day. And some international flights have already started cancelling those flights as well. AT&T and Verizon are set to flip the switch on 5G throughout the country this week after several delays, but on Tuesday both companies announced they will delay turning on the 5G towers around certain airports again. The reason for the delay is because of the aviation safety concerns that the 5g radio spectrum is very close to the frequency plane's altimeter which is a device that pilots use to measure altitude on the aircraft and directions during the most critical part of the flight
1: this is not a surprise the fcc actually approved this rollout more than two years ago And the airline industry has known about this day was coming. The FCC has said that they have plenty of time to prepare for the 5G and points to other countries where 5G is already available and planes have been flying fine. With the 5G modifications and restrictions near certain airports, the FAA and FCC have been trying to moderate this war between the airline industry and the telecommunication companies. The FCC opened bidding for the 5G C band spectrum back in 2020, and those frequencies sold to multiple telecommunication companies for more than $81 billion.
0: The voting rights bills failed in the US Senate on Wednesday night by a vote of 49 to 51, and no rule changes are coming to the filibuster either, with that vote being 52 to 48. That does not mean that these voting rights bills are dead forever, it just means that they aren't going to pass the Senate right now, even though these voting rights changes have already passed the House. This also means that there are no changes to the filibuster either. For those of you who don't know what the filibuster is, in simple terms, it is used during a debate and it is designed for the minority party to drag out the debate with the goal of delaying or preventing a vote on any particular bill.
1: In the old days, at least one senator in the minority party would physically have to stand on the Senate floor and talk for hours and hold the floor to maintain the filibuster so that tool wasn't used very often. And throughout the years, the filibuster has seen many changes to what it has become today. Now today, senators do not need to talk the bill to death they just need to register their objection to indicate a filibuster it is basically a threat that works every time
0: in president biden's one hour and 51 minute press conference on wednesday he took questions from 24 different reporters and he talked about everything from climate change to voting rights to approval ratings and COVID 19 President Biden admitted in the press conference when it comes to COVID-19 it has been very testing and his team could have moved faster. And he said that he now may have to break up some of his biggest priorities into smaller chunks if he wants them to get passed.
1: I did not anticipate that there'd be such a stalwart effort to make sure that the most important thing was that President Biden didn't get anything done. Think about this. What are Republicans for?
0: President Biden says he has had a successful first year despite his approval ratings falling from 61% on average to nearly 44%. And in response to Mitch McConnell talking about his first year, President Biden said that he'll be scored very well. With his
1: massive social spending bill stalled in the Senate and voting reform failing... Biden argues that former President Trump is the reason why more isn't getting done.
0: Did you ever think that one man out of
1: office could intimidate an entire party? I've had five Republican senators talk to me, bump into me, quote unquote, or sit with me, who've told me that they agree with whatever I'm talking about for them to do. But Joe... If I do it, I'm going to defeat it in the primary. we got to break that. It's got to change. Polls also show that his handling of the pandemic and criticism of mask wearing guidelines confusion, that the president did acknowledge these troubles and says his team is working to improve every day on the handling of the COVID-19 pandemic
0: new information from the new york attorney general Letitia james alleges that the trump organization repeatedly engaged in fraudulent and misleading information to secure loans and tax breaks james alleges that ivanka trump had the option to buy a luxury park avenue apartment valued at 20 million dollars for the price of 8.5 million The Trump Organization is also accused of inflating the value, for example, almost tripling the size of Trump's penthouse from nearly 11,000 to 30,000 square feet, which added $200 million to the evaluation. Trump's lawyer called it a political attack, and new information from the January 6 investigation shows that they are now also subpoenaing Rudy Giuliani. Investigators want documents and testimony from Giuliani and other lawyers who appeared at the memorable news conference days after the election.
1: In response to reports, congressional investigators obtained Eric Trump's and his brother's fiance text message Eric Trump tweeted shortly after the news broke that his text messages were obtained, saying, quote, I have nothing to hide and the witch hunt continues, end quote. And the Supreme Court also denied to get involved in the investigation, denying former President Trump's request to halt of the papers of his administration being handed over to the January sixth committee.
0: Moving into rapid news, a $10 million lawsuit claims that Southwest Airlines removed a passenger whose disability prevented them from wearing a mask. Starbucks and Target
1: has ended the COVID-19 vaccine requirement for its U.S. workers in response to the Supreme Court ruling. Nick, what do you have for this Friday morning good news?
0: All right, so in past stories we've talked about how amazing technology has become in terms of saving the lives or improving the lives of people um in the med you know when it comes to medical science well now we have something also just absolutely remarkable coming uh into the market little by little so over in sweden there was a man who was in the middle of shoveling his driveway And he ended up collapsing. He ended up having a sudden heart attack. And someone happened to be nearby. So they called the Swedish uh, like emergency number, which for them is 112. And instead of the first uh, response being from an ambulance, they had a drone that could fly to the location... Of the person needing help, and it carries a defibrillator. It carries a defibrillator, and it's one that any bystander can use to help stabilize the person who sustained the heart attack until an ambulance can make it to the scene. And so this drone flew to the location, there was someone on standby, a doctor had actually been driving by and saw what happened, and uh, administered the necessary help required, used the defibrillator, and was able to stabilize the man until the ambulance did arrive. Now, this is amazing in the sense that the drone got there in three minutes, and in Cases of sudden heart attacks, you typically have a 10 minute window um, between the heart attack, you know, the collapse, and response from medical personnel. And a lot of times, ambulance wait times are too long for that. So there's only about a 10% survival rate. With these drones coming onto the market now, um, they hope that this percentage will skyrocket because they will be able to extend that window of time uh, to allow for the patient to be saved. And currently, the drones serve about 220,000 people in Sweden, and they're hoping to stretch into the broader European market this year and hopefully even further than that in the years to come. an interesting uh I
1: don't want to it's an interesting product um just very interesting awesome that has saved his life obviously it's just an interesting idea that never heard of before and never thought about either
0: it's groundbreaking at this point in time um you know it's completely new to the market like I said uh It's one of the first times that something like a drone has been used in this fashion, used to um, advance medicine and advance kind of these life-saving technologies in such a way. And it's it's really cool. It's very... it, It gives a lot of hope to people that suffer these types of heart attacks and hopefully other medical conditions and um, medical scares in the future will be able to be um you know nullified or or at least you know open up that time window um that survival window with these drones in the future
1: yeah it will, it will be interesting to see where this goes for sure and it's awesome that it's already been saving lives serving sweden you know and they want to expand 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 That's just awesome. Uh, That is the end of this Friday morning news episode. Make sure you follow us on BBP News' Twitter account for the latest 24-hour breaking news. So you are always in the know. As I told you last week, we are covering state-of-the-state addresses. This week, the newly elected Virginia governor had his first joint session, and the new Mexico governor also had his state-of-the-state. He is up for re-election this year. So if you live in either one of those states and want to read more, Links are down in the show notes. Until Monday morning, have a great weekend, everybody. Bye, guys.